Welcome, dumbheads, to MDC, the Mega Dumbcast. In this series, we're examining every single goddamn page of Alien Hunger, a quick start adventure for Vampire the Masquerade, to determine what is the dumbest thing on that page. Every episode is one page, every episode is short. If you'd like to play along at home, this is 1991's Alien Hunger, the official PDF release from White Wolf. Today we're discussing page three of Alien Hunger. This is the contents page, and as usual in early White Wolf games, uh, this is not going to give us like a usable contents of the book. This is like just little snippets of like later on in retrospect on the final page of the book. We'll think back to the contents and be like, oh yeah, oh yeah, there were characters in this book. It's all coming together now for use during the book. Before you finish it, absolutely fucking useless. Here's what we have. We have the Alien Hunger logo like we saw on the cover. Underneath it says contents. And then here are the categories that we get. Introduction, page seven. The story, page 15. Locations of interest, page 33. Characters, page 39. Players, page 55. Doesn't seem egregious so far, but... Consider that you're trying to run this game, especially not being familiar with role-playing games, potentially. That's who this book is for. It's for people who either don't know vampire or don't know role-playing at all to like get them into the hobby. So you're like a first-time storyteller trying to run this game. You're using the contents to find what you need in the book. Obviously, you don't really need the introduction, right? Like when you're running the game, as a, using the book as a reference. So ignore that. Page 15, the story. Fair enough. Like if you're an experienced role player, you would know the story means like, okay, these are the beats of the adventure. And that's basically what's in these pages. Now, there's no specificity about like where the different scenes of the game are or anything like that, where the different parts of the adventure are. It's just like the story, one block of pages. And if I'm here in the contents looking for where something is in the book, it's probably because I'm running the story and I'm in one of those scenes. So I don't really need to know like where that part of the book is in general. I would need to know where another particular scene is. Contents don't tell me. So, so far, we're striking out on usefulness to the storyteller. Next section, locations of interest. Do I need to look up a place of interest? Maybe, but probably not. There are like 12 scenes in this story, of which only three of them even optionally take place in any of the locations listed in this section. I'm not counting the building on the cover, the mansion. You're only in that building for one scene while it's on fire, and it's in locations of interest, but after it's burned down. And by the way, there's nothing interesting there. It's just like this building burned down. You might think that makes it a special building you should care about. And in case the players think that, here's all that you need as a storyteller to take them there and be like, nope. Other locations of interest include things like the bank. Um, Nothing exactly happens at the location of the bank, but it's a place you would go to try to figure out some financial shit, and there's a character at the bank you might want to talk to. So it's a location of interest because there would be a particular character there. Speaking of which, the next section, characters. If I'm running this game, do I need to look up a character? Maybe I do. Well, no problem. I'll just turn to the character section, which runs from pages 39 to 55, and just kind of thumb around in there. They're not in alphabetical order or anything. They're just all kind of muddled together in there. No clear differentiation. Some of them illustrated, some of them not. It's a big chunk of the book with no organization at all. I'll just kind of dig around in there looking for the character that I need. Contents, absolutely fucking useless for this purpose. Maybe worse than useless because if I go there looking for like the characters, how do I put this to people who are familiar with role-playing games? If you are familiar with role-playing games, it's probably intuitive to you that 
<laughs> when this book says story, that means the story. And when it says characters, it does mean characters, but not the characters who are like the focus of the story per se. Those are player characters, which are different from characters and are referred to incorrectly here in the contents as players. You're going to find those separately. So like the main characters of the story, they're not in the character section. The character section is for like, and look, spoilers for how fucking dumb this book is. The prince of this town <laughs> has a band that is like the house band at a local bar. And if you want to look up who the fucking drummer of his vampire band is, that's why you go to the character section. If you're looking for like the characters who are like the protagonists of this story, they're not in the character section. They're in the player section. Why are they in the player section? And, and how would you run them out of there while also trying to run the game? I have no fucking clue. Like, they, they have to be published here, obviously. But obviously, you, like, run off copies or you rewrite the character sheets for each player. You're not going to have all the player character stats written in the back of the book and then have to, like, consult them every time you need them. That would be madness. There's no way you could run the game while having to continually close the book and, like, reopen it to everybody's individual character sheets in the back. So is it useful to show where they are in this book in the contents? Absolutely not. However... There is one quick reference page in this book that will be indispensable to the storyteller. Way, way, way at the end of this book, it's like the last interior page of the book before the back cover, there is a map of the city. You will need this map. To get around from place to place, you will absolutely need this map. You, you can refer to it during the game for sure because it means that you're kind of moving from one scene to another, right? So shit just happened at the burned down building, or rather we went there to see if there was any shit there for us to do. And the GM was like, hold on, let me flip through this whole fucking book. No. Then, but then they're like, okay, we're done with the burned out building. Let's go to the fucking bank where there's also nothing to do. And then you have to open. You're like, oh, finally, I can use the contents because let me look up like how far it is from the burned out building to the bank. And you turn to the map. And indeed, there it is, a map of the city with a scale. And you can find out how long it takes to drive from the burned out building to the bank and whether you are destroyed by the rays of the hated sun before you get there. Except that this page alone, this section alone is not in the contents. That is the dumbest thing in this page. There's like one page in this book that is a single page you could give a page number four that you would routinely need to access in running this adventure. And that page slash section alone is not covered in the contents. They don't even mention that it's here. You would not know there was a map in this book until you were done running the adventure. And then <laughs> after you've just finished this horrid fucking jumpstart and everybody's like, I think Vampire the Masquerade is kind of stupid. Like this didn't, this didn't go great. Then as the storyteller, you're sitting there dejected, flipping through the book and you get to the last page and you see the map of the city you've been needing all this time that's not mentioned anywhere. You're like, motherfucker, and you throw it against the wall. But I mean, for my purposes, very fortunate that they made this one like very dumb mistake because honestly, as useless as this contents is, it is absolutely par for the course for White Wolf products from this time. The, the contents pages were like a statement of dramatic intent. They were not functional documents. And so at least at least this manages not to be pretentious. Like you see in some White Wolf games where it's like page 36, visions of darkness. And it's like, all right, like perfect. Really been hankering for some visions of darkness. I think I'll flip to page 36 and see what this is all about. But yeah, the, but the map, unforgivable. Even for White Wolf from this period, you've got one fucking thing people are gonna be able to use and they need to look up in a hurry and you didn't list it. However, just when you thought that I had lost my nostalgia boner for Vampire the Masquerade entirely, join me next time for another white on black page. This one with an illustration 
of an extremely hot non-binary goth biting open their wrist and looking at me like I desperately want to taste, which I do, on MDC, the Mega Dumbcast. This has been Mega Dumbcast. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the patrons-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Social media was never healthy and is now dying, so if you want to contact me, you can email me. I am megadumbcast at gmail.com. This season's theme song is Suck City by Black Math, whose work you can find at freemusicarchive.org slash music slash black underscore math. Dumbheads, I will catch you next time. <laughs>